Welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Film Bros Championship Podcast. I am Tim, and with me is my co-host, Patrick. How you doing, buddy? Tim, it's demonology. Satanism is for pussies. What a line. <laughs> what? What a line. Gate 2! Oh my gosh. Um... <laughs> It is. It is insane. It is. It is. This movie's a sequel, but it seems very. I don't know. Inspired by different things. It went its own way. Yeah, it certainly <laughs> did. And, and I guess maybe like, hey, we're older now. These are teenagers, so they had to like kick it up a notch on some stuff. So here you are with Bam! that line, and yeah. wow. <laughs> Yeah, that happens in like the first like five minutes of the movie. She's like, whoa, all right, here we go. They get into it. They they certainly just go right into it. Yeah. So before we get into this movie, yeah, Tim, I I made you watch the original this past weekend. You did, yeah. The Gate. The Gate. Yeah, which I I've known so much about. It's like one of those things where people would say like, oh, The Gate, like great kids movie that treated kids like adults. Like it's a bit goes harder for a kids movie type of deal. Yeah. Uh, so I knew a lot about it. I knew Stephen Dorff was in it. Most of those they people was me, by the way. <laughs> no, other people have told <laughs> me like, this too. I, I know, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. It, I'm not like the one person, one number one fan of sure. it. I'm just usually, like, I've been begging you to watch this movie for years. Like, this usually really older millennials, no offense. Um, That's okay. Sounds yeah. better than geriatric millennials. Sure. Thank you. I mean, okay. I feel like I'm still kind of part of the older group too cuz the millennials go a lot longer than I than I think I even realized at first. I was listening to another podcast where they described the difference in the millennial generation. Yeah. And there's the half that knows Saved by the Bell after school mm-hmm. and there's the other half who watched SpongeBob. No, I, yeah, I miss SpongeBob completely. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Yeah. So, I'm guessing that I mean that Saved by the Bell generation where yeah. like same. I laugh at some of the SpongeBob memes. I don't understand half of them. I don't. I never really got it. Like, cause I remember like there were some kids in like high school that were stoners and thought it was funny. Yeah. But it was like yeah. they watched it because they got access to it from their siblings, their younger siblings. It wasn't like any of one in my group or any. It wasn't out when we were kids. So. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, I heard a lot about this. Uh, this movie. I've probably seen clips of it too. Uh, so anyway, so it was fun to uh, to check out this movie, and I we got to watch it together. You got to expose me to it, and um, yeah, it was it was fun. It was it was like a lot of '80s kind of horror ish things. It, it goes harder than you would ever expect a movie would be nowadays, um, and. And yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I was it was crazy to see baby baby Steven Dorf. Yeah. Um, and it's like he's such a recognizable face. Like even with that little mop head and little kid, he's like that's Steven Dorf. Yeah. No, those eyebrows are iconic. Yeah. Uh, so you're a fan. You were a fan of the original. So yeah, even as an adult checking it out really for the first time, like yeah, it was I was a fan. I enjoyed it. And I'm I'm a decades old fan of this movie. So. I've always been curious about Gate 2. I remember seeing trailers on some VHS rented or whatever advertising this movie, but I've never seen it in the wild. I never uh, knew so this, a sequel existed. So this was a first for me. And... Whew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. It, I, yeah. I, 
I don't think it's bad. I, I, I I'm surprised it, it, how much I didn't hate it. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> it's not the lowest on my list already. It's competent. Yeah. Um, At times just, when it does things, you're like, it's doing this one thing really well right now. And then there's other times you're like, ugh. Yeah. One, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially <laughs> that ending. Is, oh, a, is a doozy of that ending. I, I laughed so hard. Um, <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I laughed hard at a lot of this movie. I yeah. think I'm mostly laughing with it. But yeah, I definitely am at it at times. Uh, yeah, it's it's certainly not as good as the original at all. Sure, um, but I think it I've has seen worse a, horror sequels. Yeah, it has a harder time sticking with its tone because I feel yeah. like there's sometimes where like the characters a certain way, like the line you mentioned in the beginning, mm. we're like, okay, I'd like to see a lot of this. And you almost get that, and I guess this kind of goes, although we have to kind of explain the movie first, but like, and then there's other times you're like, well, this doesn't fit. That's not the character who said that line earlier. So it's weird. Yeah. Well, but, let's get into it. This this yeah. is your choice, Tim. My choice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, there was, a, there was an original movie where these kids accidentally opened a hole to demons, I guess, in another plane or some kind of thing. The other side. Yeah. And so, <laughs> um, this, our hero in, in this movie is the friend from the original movie. Uh, what's yep. his name again? I'm, I, Terry. Ter- Terrence, right? Yeah. Well, it was Terry in the original. He prefers to go by Terrence now. Yeah. He's older. He's a teenager. Yeah. I still call him Terry. Fair enough. So Terrence, um, I guess it's, it's like two years later, apparently, and he's been going through a rough patch, and he wants to fix it, and so he's going to open up this nether hole region again, and 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 because you can get wishes apparently uh, from this from this now he discovered, I guess, so that's his plan, and so he does so with a group of couple other kids, not on purpose, and horror ensues. What's wild is that. Uh, my boy Terry dies in the first movie. He straight up gets uh, rip. He gets grabbed by a made-up corpse uh, and ripped and dragged into the netherworld, the, right. uh, the other side. So does his sister. And and she, yep, her later yeah. too. Um, and then gives gets a reprieve at the end of the movie, a, a sudden magical reprieve. He gets to live again. Right. So. It's wild to think that here we are a couple years later in the sequel. He's like, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've been given this second chance and I have decided to use my time on Earth to open the gate to the, the demon world again. Well, this is, this is the problem, I think, with the hero. Yeah. Right? It is because at first you get this opening monologue, right, where he's like, I'm not going to lie, it was most exciting time of my life yeah it was like two right. years later it was horrifying but it was also the most exciting time of my right. life. It's all so you almost all get about. this thing of like he's trying to recapture that 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 right that magic of being dragged to hell sure but then you're getting <laughs> this thing later where it's like and you find this out a bit later in the movie where he catches his dad putting a gun in his mouth and so he feels like he needs to basically make this wish to to fix this crisis with his dad. Yeah, my, my dude's been studying uh, the 
the texts, the ancient texts. Yeah. Some of which are, were found on, I guess, in the album covers of heavy metal bands. Right, in the, the first movie. one. Yeah, the original. Uh, <laughs> but it's weird. In the original show, like, it's absentee household, and he's, like, almost raising himself. But then all of a sudden they throw in this mom character that apparently died, and I wasn't clear when the mom exactly died and when things apparently got worse, because they didn't look great in the first movie. So I thought all of that was weird. Yeah, now the timeline gets a little screwy because it definitely the the movie made you the first movie made you think that Terry's mom was already dead, right? Uh, because they used the mom character to lure him for something or other, and then uh, the sequel is like, oh yeah, she just died last year. I'm like, yeah, the first movie happened two years ago. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, whatever. Exactly. Let's move on. <laughs> None of that made any sense. So so you have this weird like, is he recapturing something? Is he trying to save his dad? I mean, it clearly eventually goes more into the dad thing than anything else. But it's just, it was a little weird motivation rockiness. All you need to know is that mom died, dad became an alcoholic, lost his right. pilot job, and is suicidal with his alcoholism right. now. And he needs to save his, his, so he's got some altruistic motivations here. He, he needs to save his, his Sure, dad. he wants to make deals with demons for good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, like so, people. like... So our man, uh, our hero from the original Glenn, uh, his house is now abandoned and yeah. like condemned. I guess yeah, it's like a- fenced off and boarded up and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a chain link fence now instead of the wooden fence that used to be there before. And letting you know, like <laughs> it's dilapidated. Yeah. Um, we have no idea what happened to Glenn and his family. They're just not there anymore. Not there. Yeah, they never explain it. Not one word. Like, okay, it's a yeah. little annoying. But I was we'll really hoping on. they'd give you a throwaway line or something. At, at just some one. Point, but just nope. one. No. Uh, our man Terry is now grown up to about the same age as Glenn's sister was in the first movie. So he's like 14, 15, something in that area. The actor, anyway. Right. I guess so. I mean, it looks like he's aged a bit more than what he was in the... He also definitely... I mean, you could also say, hey, middle school to high school, hey, kids changed their look, right? But it was a little disappointing because he's got this like heavy metalish type look to him. He's got a cool jacket and everything in the first one, and now he's he's dressing pretty bland. This, yeah, he's basically movie. transformed into a Paul Dano character. <laughs> I, I totally got Dano <laughs> vibes too. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, and in the in the opening minutes of the movie, Gate Three, uh, Paul Dano, bring it on. I would watch the hell out of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. The opening minutes of the movie, my man is monologuing really quickly what happened in the first movie and what he's thinking is now. And he says, like, and you're the only one I can talk to about this, Dad. And you see he's, like, drunk and passed out. Yeah. I was like, wow, that is is sad. Sadness. Darkness. It made made sense to me based on what we saw in the first. I was like, all that computes. It wasn't until the mom stuff came up. It's like, now this is all confusing. Yeah. So Terry's theory is that Opening a gate to demons is fine if right. you do it the right way. Yes. There's proper and procedures <laughs> and knives and right way to sacrifice things and yada yada. It's all about the execution. So this time he has a purple robe, uh, red candles, a computer that I guess operates the lasers for the mirrors, which creates a pentagram circle. He's using some speakers, too. Very right? 90s. And it, yep, he's yeah. got an amplifier, amplifier and a microphone. Microphone the whole nine yards. And a I, hamster for the sacrificial offering. Can we talk, too, about the circle he creates? Sure. One, it's not a circle. It's supposed to... It, it, it's not yeah, a circle. Yeah, he's been calling it a circle. It's 
really supposed to be more like a pentagram, I think, the way it's, it's... Right, but even whatever he creates, it looks like a rectangle. Like, it, it's, <laughs> it's, there's no shape that I've ever seen in anything like this that looks correct. It's, I think it's supposed to be a pentagram, but without, like, the lines inside, it just looks... I guess... Like a stop sign. But immediately know? I see it, right? Because it's, like, technology and, and, and projector and mirrors and stuff. To yeah, it's the 90s circle. now. Computers right? are involved. Yeah, but immediately I'm like... This sounds like a really bad idea, and this circle's gonna get broken, like mm. pretty quickly. Like I don't know, like two seconds in, I'm like, this is the dumbest idea. Like even when people are doing it with the salt and stuff in traditional movies, you're always like, oh, is that foot gonna get too close and it's gonna break the circle? Like really, projector technology with mirrors. This is this is so much worse. <laughs> this is such a dumb idea. Yep. Yeah, you don't even know when it gets broken. It's yeah. Stupid. It's really dumb. <laughs> Um. Anyway, so a couple yeah. of hoodlum teams come in. Yeah, I guess we'll get into more depth on them later. But yeah, yeah. Apparently, they've obviously been using this house for like drinking. That's what teens do. I guess that makes sense, right? Because they want to cruise or whatever they said. So he, guess, well, he, yeah. when 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 Terry first gets into the house, he's kicking over some beer cans to get this area set up. So I was like, okay, so oh. teens have been using this to drink. I missed that. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Well, they were cans, but I'm assuming beer. I think it's a face. It's a fair assumption. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when the teens get there, he's like, oh, you're doing some Satan worship shit. He's like, and that's where he says like the iconic line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's demonology. Satanism is for pussies. <laughs> I had to pause the movie and laugh. I really did. And I was like, God, no. No. And just to prove, right, it's like, this is older and all that kind of stuff, right? And, of course, the get-go is always, like, the go-to move. Sorry, it's like it's always, it's Sumerian. Like, oh, yep, there it is. Oh, yeah, it's always Sumerian. It's always Sumerian. <laughs> Thank you, Ghostbusters, who yeah. did this to us. <laughs> mm. So, uh, Terry does the, the whole thing, and I'll, I'll get into more details about all that later. Yeah. He does the ceremony. Uh, doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> and he picks up like eventually the the minion the uh, demon minion thing that he summons uh, ends up dying, and we'll explain why later. I can't uh, wait for that. And he wraps the thing up in his cloak, and then brings it home and puts it in a pickle jar. Yeah, he pickles I, the thing. At first, he almost looks sympathetic towards it, which is yeah, a weird like, position. Like he, like he came across like a dead cat or something. Yeah. Like that. Oh, and like what? And then he's then he's jarred it, and you're like, oh, never mind. This is a little weirder. These are the creatures that tortured you two years ago and yeah. tried to drag you to hell. Why are, you, why are you so gentle with this thing? Quite successfully. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's bizarre. It was a really bizarre moment where I'm, I was a real head scratcher of, I, I don't understand any of this motivation right now. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. Later on, Terry's dad, uh, like I said, he used to be an airline pilot, but now he's a jobless drunk. And he comes home to celebrate getting a job. Yeah. And Terry's excited, too, until he finds out his dad is going to be just a baggage handler instead of a pilot. Yeah, what's up with that? Shouldn't he be excited his dad's got a job, at least? I mean, he's trying, right? Right. Like, it's a real real dick move by Terry. I know. He was really like, oh, you're not a pilot. That's not cool. Like, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> what a jerk. Just like, yeah, it really is. Kind of like a garbage <laughs> kid. He eventually came around like, oh, no, it's going to be good, dad. Like, And then all of a sudden, like, the dad doesn't know what he's talking about. And all of a sudden, he is a pilot, which is like a weird. Well, yeah, I was gonna get into that. In yeah, the, yeah, but what, it, I, I'm curious. Does that was that like his wish is still 
uh, evolving? I didn't understand that because he didn't burn anything new well, that I'll, I knew I'll of. I'll explain right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, because the, the minion is dead at the time. He's yeah. waiting to be resuscitated and the bullet pops out and he heals. Uh, and then he escapes from the pickle jar that Terry put him in. And I will get into more how later on. Right, but anyway, yeah. the minion ends up in a birdcage. <laughs> and it's once he has him in... Yes. Once he has him in the birdcage and he is his prisoner, he is obliged to grant his wishes. This is my putting pieces together. And that's why when Terry wakes up, uh, his dad has now gotten rid of all the alcohol in the house and he yeah. is a pilot again. But I guess when he originally got shot... Or sorry, originally got killed the gremlin or whatever. It got its wish then too, because he got the job after that, but not the new version or whatever. Maybe that was just his drunk. Well, I, know, I think that's weird. just that was just how real life would have ended up if he never got a goblin. Apparently, this is where all the leprechaun logic comes from. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he, and he's very excited. I was, I was like, wow, cool. Yeah, throw all the alcohol away. Awesome, right? Things are. Coming up, Millhouse. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, he uh, one of the uh, the hoodlums that did the ceremony with him is a girl named Liz, and I'll get into more of her later. Yeah, um, she comes by the house, sees that the minion is alive, figures out what's going on with her dad, and starts coaxing Terry into doing more wishes. Terry's like, "No, no, no, no! It's, it's fragile. You got the balance." And she's like, yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna just gonna burn this little effigy of a, the sun, and I'm gonna make the sun come out, and, and it does. And then they're like, okay, let's go on a wish casting uh, shopping spree, which they yeah, do. They're gonna binge. Uh, she gets like a uh, a vintage red Corvette, and Terry gets like a leather jacket with a. I think white they're scarf. matching. They're matching leather jackets and white scarves. Do they both have the white scarves? Yep. Okay, I just remember the, her already having a leather jacket, so I didn't think I'm anything of her. Sure but Terry matching, if I remember correctly, which is really yeah. weird when he has it again at the end of the movie. But I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I didn't even think about that. You're right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Terry clearly has the hots for Liz. Yeah, uh, which fair, very fair. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm wondering. Was she a heavy smoker, you think? Pamela Adlon? Oh, yeah. I don't I don't know. She always sounded like that. She sounded no. like Bobby Hill at multiple times in this movie. I don't think she... I think her voice got way more gravelier and deeper, older on. Well, yeah, of course. For sure. That's what I would just say. Like To me, I'm like, it's there. I can see the hint of it being there, but it, I think there's a night and day comparison to when she, you know... I th- what she really blew up, I guess, more in Californication, and I guess if you like Life with Louis. Yeah, um, when she got into her 40s, she's like 23 yeah. here. I know. It was kind of insane because I was like, wow, I know her. Where do I know her? And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the voice alone, I would have thought. Oh, the voice was the giveaway, mostly, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, I recognized her as much as quickly visually. I mean, you do see it there, but I mean at first, yeah. Um, ah, where am I? Sorry, I lost my space. There we go. Uh, so anyway, yeah, he's clearly got the hots for her, yeah. and uh, they have a heart to heart after having a great bonding session of getting anything they wanted in the world. And uh, <laughs> he doesn't bond over that. 
Uh, Terry asks uh, Liz if she's in love with John, the other uh, hoodlum bully. But what he really wants to know is if she's a virgin. He's yeah. not really subtle about it at all. Nope. And then he wonders out loud if there are guys who go their entire lives without doing it. Buddy. <laughs> Give it away there. <laughs> you trying for pet pity sex on the first night together? This is, that's not a great move. Yeah. Not quite, no. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. The, the, the next morning, Terry wakes up and Liz calls. And she lets him know that... Uh, her, all their wishes literally turned into shit. Poo-poo. Yeah. Caca. Yeah. And they, <laughs> is they will graphically feces. show all of it, which is fun to see a Corvette that, because you still see the former, like the license, poop license plate-ish looking thing. Like they really show. It's like, it's like a pile of poo. Yeah. And some of it is like painted to look like Corvette. Right. Yeah. Which I yeah. kind of fun to see. <laughs> Some fun visuals. With that. <laughs> it's so, it is so sophomoric. Yeah. It's like it's like, and all their wishes turn into poop. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh God, goes to shit, man. And like honestly, even at times, I have to admit it did get me. It's like, <laughs> well, immediately I started thinking like, wait a minute. So what turns to poop with his dad? Well, that's what Terry thought. <laughs> Sure enough, things have gone wrong with his father. Right. He is, I guess, really confusing, though. Yeah. <laughs> we have we don't get the full explanation of what happened. No. Uh, we just hear bits and pieces from conversations in the background or whatever. And his dad was flying. Right. But he never left the ground. And he was only in a cargo plane. See, I didn't catch the not leaving the... the I, yeah. I knew, he said he never left the ground. I knew the cargo plane part. And he was like shocked like there's this guy didn't have qualifications or whatever like he was so not able to do anything it's amazing he got up there or something yeah so i thought it was like oh so i guess it wasn't the air but he's reputably hurt like he's it like at one point he's like my dad's going to die which i was like what yeah dude's in a coma yeah and he's got like broken stuff and he's got a neck brace on he looks really effed up yeah but at the same time, like, I never really got the impression that he was going to die either, which was weird. And then, of course, by the end of the movie, fast recovery. Really fast. Really fast uh, recovery. <laughs> anyway, this, this helps Terry to realize this has all gone too far. Yes. Um, and the only way to save his dad and everyone is to close the gate. <laughs> so more demonology is the answer. Yes, of course. And he comes up with a spell and enchants his mom's old music box. Yep. Which he will put the minion in at, to close the gate. Um, okay. <laughs> sure. He's right up. He's done his homework, uh, Patrick. Yeah. It's all right on, there in the heavy metal albums. Uh, later on, uh, him and Although, Liz to be could, fair, he's got a legit book. Sorry to interrupt. He's got like a legit yeah, no, book. He's, he's got a it's big, not heavy metal albums at this point. No, he's, he's got in the sequel. He's got, <laughs> he's got like a book of the dead, but looks like it's four dummies because of its size. Yeah, and it looks like it's falling <laughs> apart too. Like it's it's large print yeah. <laughs> book of the dead or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, large print for old people. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, on the way back from confronting uh, transformed minion John, uh, Terry and Liz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, puts the final. Perry puts the final uh, touches on the enchanted music box, which causes like a bright flash of light and a lot of smoke to fill up the car. Yeah. And Liz temporarily, rightfully so, loses control of the car before coming to a complete stop. And I love that they sit in silence and wait a beat, and then Terry's like, "We should, we should go. We should go." Oh yeah, better hurry is what he says. Better hurry, yeah. Be- better hurry. It was so nonchalant, and, like whatever. And she's like, "Yep, okay." <laughs> Just thought that was a good bit. I'm there sorry. was another. That was like another moment that kind of felt like Dano there a little bit. In that yeah, moment. exactly. Yeah, the, yeah. This deadpan delivery of like, "Better hurry, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's go." <laughs> I really thought it was funny. I, no, I yeah, it, it I made agree. me laugh. I agree. That it, that's the weird thing about the character because you you have some moments where you're like, oof, and then you have those yeah. moments where you're like, there's something here, oddly enough. But it's like it's almost like there's parts where they allowed him to be more like his character in the first one. Yeah, it's the same actor. Uh, yeah, he's he's grown up and he is, was legit great in the first movie. Yeah, he's one of the highlights. He's he's a one of the fun parts actor. of that movie. And it's it's weird. So this sequel, like, there's only moments of here and there where they allow him to be like that version of him in the first one. Yeah, when he's being that, like, his it, he's being Terry. He's great. When he's yeah. being whiny teenager Terry, he's like, when he's oh. being Terrence. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. When he's being Terrence. Terrence sucks. Terry rules. Terrence sucks. Terry Terry's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, through events we'll explain later. Uh, Terry yeah. somehow finds himself at a tower on the other side. Mm. Where uh, now transform minions John and Mo instruct Terry that he has been chosen to sacrifice the now bare midriff Liz. Yeah, she on the altar all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only like half of her shirt, which yeah. I thought was really funny. I'm like, wow. All right, so we got some skin, but it's not ripped or anything. It's almost like she's just in a crop top now. That's she it. was not in a crop top before, but all right, let's yeah. just go with it. Uh. <laughs> Quick wardrobe change. You missed it. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to have to sacrifice the now bare midriff and unconscious Liz on the altar. Uh, Terry refuses, but begins to transform into a minion, too. Yeah. And then minion John tries to force Terry into killing Liz, just like he uh, forced him into killing the hamster at the beginning of the movie. Mm. Uh, But uh, through another series of events, which I'll explain in action, uh, Terry successfully closes the gate, but it ends up killing him. Yeah. And you're like, wow, what they a dark, him. great ending. Yeah. Hell yeah. But wait. Nope. There's more. <laughs> Turns out in the time between Terry dying and his funeral, like uh, Liz has been binge studying, hardcore studying. Pounding them books. Chewing caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chewing caffeine, chewing coffee, whatever uh, grounds, and uh, studying demonology She's herself. She's become a greater expert than Terrence. Yeah, she's pretty freaking good at it. Uh, uh, Because she she apparently learned how to do things without it turning to shit. Yeah, she she figures out a spell uh, to bring him back to life. And Terry bursts out of his coffin during the funeral. Which is funny. At the gravesite. Yeah. And is very excited to be alive. Yeah. He wants to know what his coffin is made of. Scares the shit out of everybody at the funeral. They all run away. They all run. Only one we're happy to see him are Liz, who was like, it worked. And his dad, who was just like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) And it's it's insane. And Liz tells Terry to shut up and and kisses him. And the three of them walk away. Laughing. Just like, ha, ha, ha. 
Like, it should be a very different movie ending. <laughs> like, it's... Like, all of a sudden, I just it envisioned, like, an, almost like an 80s, like, everybody wants to, you know, as no, they're walking off and laughing. It's like, it what feels is this? like a naked gun level yes. ending. Like, like the Sucker <laughs> Brothers came up with this. Like, ah, screw it. Everyone's alive. <laughs> and or, we're all laughing. Or Wayne's Worlds. You want to do the yeah. happy ending? Dude, yeah. this is yeah. what they came up with. It's like, yeah. what? Uh, it is wor- insane, by the it's way. So it's so I had such a like a, a a feeling, and then that ending came up, and I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> but like the same thing happens in the first movie, but yeah. it feels plausible. And it makes still sense. Like, fits within tone, though, in the first movie, because all we ever saw were the the, the uh, his sister and Terry getting dragged to hell. We don't yeah. see them actually die, right? Um. But they all get returned to life at the end of the movie after he closes the gate. She's like, okay, fine. Sure. This time is different. He is literally a corpse. We see yeah. his dead body. You see we him are dead. at his funeral. And and you <laughs> see, too, like, again, like, she's clearly got the book and all this stuff in her hands. And, hey. Put something worked. on the coffin. She did some kind of spell here. Right? Yeah. So, like, that's where I'm like. What kind of an expert did she become in like maybe the week or two here that has passed, if any? Right? Yeah, week tops, right? Because you got the wake and everything, yeah. Right? And it's just like, what is going on? And then how does this not be turned into poop? Like, man, the only other way that ending could have been even more insane fun is if he just dissolves into poop. Like in yeah, the background, just, like just flash like, forward to like the next day, and he's just a pile of shit. Right, exactly. It's like, <laughs> what? And like what's also insane is for some odd reason, he was being buried in the leather jacket and scarf, which should have already turned to poop. Yep. So yep. it's like, what? Unless unless they had... No, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, no, because they got that in the spending spree. Unless they used money that turned into poop? So that one, the, the jacket... Maybe. Oh, because all, everything else they purchased turned to poop. Unless they didn't purchase that, they wished for that. We don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because almost everything was in the car trunk, and then you see it all dissolved in the poop. Because the food that they ate at the restaurant later on, uh, John and Mo, doesn't turn into poop. See see what I'm saying? This is the logic of it? Although that's what I thought was happening when he was running to the bathroom at first. (laughs) Incredible. That would have been really something. (laughs) Uh. So that's all I can say about uh, our hero at the yeah, moment. Yeah, that basically There's so much more up. to get into. There really so what is. Did, what did you give him? So I, it's weird because, again, like I want to give Terry points, but I don't want to give Terrence too many points. Yeah, it's kind of where I went with it. So I went two and a half. I had the same score. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just there was, there's times where it's there. Like, Man, if we just got this version of the character all the way through, awesome. And there, but there was just too much Terrence. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, so villain. Yeah, I don't have like a whole lot here. I guess I, I, my debate I and dilemma there was, I guess Mo and John have to be put into villain, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean that definitely lengthens it because otherwise it's like you're just talking about the demons, which is really mostly a minion the whole time. Yeah, the demons are barely in this movie as opposed to the first movie. Yeah, because because the gist you find out eventually, right, is that 
the gate really is it's it comes through the humans like almost possession style this time this time <laughs> yeah at least right and so um they like have to um so you do get them joe uh, john and mo do get possessed so you do get the demon forms eventually but very short towards the end so really it's mostly all just bullies just teenage bullies is basically the main villain with some demon backdrop yeah 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 and um mo is um <laughs> you're starting with mo huh well, I just want not really. I, I I Mo I just want to do this quick, right? So Mo is like um like a weird three stooges kind of um reject, right? Even with the name I, and everything, right? Okay. A, and then and then uh John it's like <laughs> it is it is the worst and I know obviously this comes later but this is like the worst stereotype acting of what Mark Wahlberg is theoretically supposed to be at times. Oh. Uh, yeah. No, it's, it's like he's doing a Wahlberg impression. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, I hear of, you. Of yeah. the stereotype of Wahlberg. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, it's Andy Samberg doing Wahlberg. Exactly on SNL. Like right. there yeah. are, there are yeah. moments of it where I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is like me it's and, not written well and it's right. not performed well. Right. It's like uh, it's, me it's, and you trying to do Mark Wahlberg and Transformers at times. You know what I mean? I think we've got to transform it. Like, I know it's not actually what it looks like in the trailer, but that's how we joke about it. Yeah. And that's what I feel like happens sometimes from John in this movie where I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. John sucks. Yeah, Real the, bad. The, de- the demons are the real bad guys, but the right. bad guy we spend the most time with is John. Yes. Uh, he's a local punk. I'm not sure if he actually goes to school or not, or what his I age don't is. I think so, because when everyone's at school, he's hanging out his friend's job. Mo has a job, which John makes fun of. But yeah. I don't know what the hell John does. All, all John does is bully people and smoke weed and cruise around town with his friend Mo and girlfriend Liz. In his beat-up car. That I have <laughs> yeah. no idea how he enforces the assurance on. Uh, yeah, our friend, our, our sidekick friend Mo, uh, he's got a heart condition and just yeah. like the most annoying laugh on the planet. Yeah, but he has one of the my favorite lines of the whole movie too. Mo, what's that? Hot nacho cheese, mother of Christ! <laughs> I don't even remember that one. It happens early on during the ritual and something happens or whatever. Oh, yeah, because he's the one that's mostly yelling, I feel like, in the ritual. Yeah. And, the yeah. yeah. Hot nacho cheese mother of Christ was one I had to pause on oh, the line. Like, gosh. say it again for me. I yeah. need to hear it. It is It is nuts. Um, and, yeah, he's another character where it's like sometimes... It's kind of there's, similar to our hero. There's sometimes there's moments where I'm like, I kind of digging what Mo is doing here. He has some kind of conscience, right? It seems. Well, he has some kind of conscience, but there's also like, like when he's like, when he becomes the demon. Oh yeah, and he comes no. back and he's normal looking, and there's there's stuff he's doing there. And I'm like, this is actually kind of good. Yeah, Simon Reynolds, the guy playing Mo, is much better than our. our- Actor, character, John. Yeah, but it's weird because they don't know, they don't always have enough fun with it. So he has to kind of be the, like the, the dopey going along yeah. with it, 
bully guy and uh and he comes off way too i don't know over the top they both are over the top but he's like his job is basically to laugh i I don't know you know like he's kind of like that yeah he most of the time he's just laughing in the background while john's bullying something right Hmm, excuse me so when they allow him to do something and it's very little it's like okay there's still something there was something here i would have liked to to get out of if you had more yeah more of this please yeah uh, but John is just there. Yeah, so John and his crew run into Terry during the ritual at Glenn's old house. There, can I say there is one line from John that I? Well, we're gonna, I'm love. sure we're going to get into it. Okay, fine. Go. I, 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 I think I already know what it's going to be. Okay. Too. Is it? Was uh, it when he gets his name wrong? Is it that line? Uh, I didn't. I wasn't going to quote it because of what he says. Because it's a vulgar. Yeah. yeah, there's a gay slur involved, but sure. Yeah, I wrote it down. I definitely wrote it down. It, I cackled. I thought <laughs> it's yeah, it's horrible and offensive, but the delivery was pitch perfect. Actually, I have to give John the actor for John there credit for that one because he nailed that one line and it was hilarious and I laughed. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so John and screw run into Terry during doing the ritual at Glenn's old house. You get right. the impression they use the house as a place to drink beer or whatever. Right. Uh. John is really put out that Liz is into the demonology thing and bummed that he's missing out on a bullying opportunity. Yeah, he doesn't even want to be there because he's like, let's go, I'd rather be cruising. Yeah. And it's kind of Liz and Mo that are like, yeah, let's go for it. And like John's like, I'm really not down for this at all. <laughs> Which I have to say, like, there's later on, like, where like Terry or Terrence is calling him a jerk or whatever, and 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 more vulgar words is like, hey. I didn't do any of this. I didn't want to do any of this. You are actually the jerk. And I'm like, John, you're actually correct, dude. In that moment, in that one moment, you are correct. Well, yeah, but uh, <laughs> it looks like there's a seat during the ritual. Terry looks like he's about to back out uh, of killing the hamster. He's like, eh, yeah, I don't actually want to do this. True. And John's like, oh, wait, an opportunity to bully. I'm in. I'm yeah. in again. Yeah. And he grabs Terry's hand and forces him to cut the kill the hamster. That he does. Uh, with his knife. Yeah, uh, which create you know then the ritual is completed or guess or whatever. Right, because he was uh, going to back out there. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a scene after that that I will get into later in action. But uh, after it's all said and done, Terry is pissed at John for shooting uh, the minion that gets summoned, and John is pissed at Terry because he thinks he just saved everyone. This is this is where yeah, and in he that forces- moment, by the way, and maybe this should be an action, but in that moment. Where he shoots the minion. That's where yeah, you needed Stephen Dwarf. That is where you needed Stephen Dwarf. <laughs> Just saying. Blade. Nice shot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Love uh, that he then uh, forces Terry to admit he's an asshole at gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> and Liz is sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like a long, hard look at from the camera of like, I am sad. I'm sad. I don't like how this is going. Um, later on, you got, uh, John bullying Mo into smoking pot at work. Yeah. Which made me laugh too. And they admit their ritual wishes to each other. Uh, John wants to be king of the world and Mo wants to be abducted by aliens. To fix his heart too. That um, came later on in his explanation of what he wants from the aliens. Like, right. yeah, I want to be abducted. I <laughs> want to see the universe. I want to see it. And, I, and if I he guess, could fix my heart, that'd be cool. I guess they technically got what they wanted 
right? I guess demons instead of aliens, king of the world, the demon was supposed to be the rulers of this world before right. they got having sent here. Maybe. Never, having never seen this movie before and only seeing like the trailer once, maybe when I was a kid or whatever, um, I was massively disappointed that my man didn't get, this didn't turn into like, you know, wish mastery, wish is granted, horrible, wish came true. Yeah. You, he's abducted by aliens and he's like, <laughs> he suddenly becomes fire in the sky. He's like, no! <laughs> I was that wanting that to see that. would have made me that. laugh. I did right? want to see that, but I, the only way I was, but I was trying to be like, okay, I guess in a way, in demon logic, they technically got their wish, but yeah, it was weird. I was, it was a little disappointing, yeah. Uh, anyway, John uh, confronts Liz about her hanging out with Terry. Yeah, I did not like to see them hanging out on their shopping spree. And this is where uh, he forgets his name. Yes, I love that line. He's I guess like, we're not. You, you were hanging out with what's his name and Moses Larry, and she's like, "No, it's Terrence." And he's like, "Oh, Terrence, I'm sorry." He has a gay slur's name, and and not an a hole's name. name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but I, and it's weird because yeah, you don't want to really repeat the gay, the horrible gay slur and stuff. I'd rather but, not. No, and I I I, yeah, I get what you're yeah. saying, and I granted, but. It was actually insanely well. It's like delivered. his one well delivered line. Exactly, in the whole movie. it really is. That's it. That's why it like kind of wakes you up. Like, oh, whoa, what's that? Where did that come from? Because that was good. But he follows it up later on after this whole spiel is done. Because um, this character sucks. He really does. But also and that moment, the actor is bad. Wahlberg, it really the best amplifies part of Wahlberg comes out. How terrible all this is. But then after this is all said and done, he has another like truly terrible line that he delivers terribly mm. who needs demons when you've got chicks and there's a callback to it later <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh sure is tim uh anyway uh they decide uh they haven't had enough fun with terry bullying terry um yeah. Now that he's got answers out of Liz. So they they start... destroy his house. Even before that, he decides to punch him in the face a couple yeah. times or whatever. Like, like he sucker punches him too. I, well, he that's waits... they destroyed his house, to be fair. And then they stay around to punch him in the face. And then he goes into the house to discover that they trashed you're right, him. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, you're twice the size of him and you have to sucker punch him? Like, yeah. What is the... <laughs> What's the point of this? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> and to to be like they total the house. They really did. They re- like this is like these guys need to be arrested. Like this is this is something else. This is not just simple bullying. Like that's over well, the top. On top of that, they steal the minion. Yeah. Um, and I will get into what that ha- in all the hijinks to get involved in that in action. Yeah. But um, eventually, they get the minion under control. And uh, they, they, they force it to, yeah, they, which is a ton of money. Yeah. And they use the money to go to a fancy restaurant where they're forced to wear jackets and bow ties. Uh, and they do it in classy fashion, I guess. Yeah. And they eat <laughs> escargot. And I think goat? I think I remember hearing that. Yeah. yeah and someone like, mentioned something about a goat. They like no idea what to do with them, but they have so much money, so they keep allowing them to be there. Yeah. And they're just flashing big stacks. Yeah, and the minion escapes from the trunk of the car while after they're done eating, and almost immediately the money turns into poo. Yeah, uh, and uh, and John is transformed into a super strong pus monster, and Mo is yeah. real, more Mo is horrified to realize that his pocket full of money is now a pocket full of poo. Yeah, although the uh, 
I guess he will continue to evolve, John, as we go. Yes. Yes. The pus monster is just the first stage. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll talk about how that looks later, too. Mm. Mo goes to Terry and Liz uh, for help with John, who eventually transformed into a 10-foot-tall black crusty minion. Yeah. uh, Who's happy to go live on the other side. It's not that bad. Uh, Mo has a heart attack and falls and is dead. Not sure which killed him, the heart or the fall. But yeah, he's well, dead. there was also it almost looked like there were changes happening to him too. I like it seemed like he had some welts, but like mostly just the scratches. Like yeah, there was see mostly first. cuts, it wasn't nearly but, as. But there were some welts things, and you could see yeah. him having some issues. So it's like I don't know chicken or egg what's going on there. But regardless, he's dead. Yeah, uh, but. Minion John Takes uh, him. picks him up and carries him away. Jumps away, yeah. But then, uh, so then they, they, Terry and uh, Liz go to, when they get to Glenn's house, Mo is there and he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some of the best work he does in the movie is in that one little scene. He is slick and evil. He's like Al Pacino in uh, Devil's Advocate or Devil's something. Devil's Advocate, yeah. yeah. He's like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and then he eventually, after he's done with his little evil spiel, he reveals himself to also be turned into a minion, I guess. Yeah, I Although guess, he doesn't no, look as minion-y. He, he looks, looks more full like, on demon, but he's not a, He's not the big gargantuan as John got. No, he's really human size, but he doesn't also have like the same bone structure as the minions do. Yeah. He seems to just be like round face, just but crusty like John is. Yeah. Uh, not as cool looking, to be frank. Um, and actually... It, it's worse every time in makeup they have them talk. It's like, oh, let's not let's not do the talking. They looked a lot better without the talking. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, and the the minion itself, we should talk about real quick. Uh, it's the same ugly little goblin from the first movie. Yeah, which there's just a bunch of them in the yeah, first he, movie. Yeah, he used to have a dozen of one. them. Now it's just the one guy. He's, yeah. He lost all his friends. Having uh, a blast, though, oh, this villain. This I, I love the minion when he's on the bird swing, and he's... <laughs> How amazing! I laughed is that? so hard. It is. I was like, "This is hilarious and somehow adorable." Yes. <laughs> the minion gets put into a bird cage, and there's a swing there, like a Tweety Bird cage, like stereotypical old school bird cage. And he's standing on it and swinging, just like having a good time, just <laughs> like Tweety Bird, but it's a little minion demon. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, these things it's are what, like twelve inches? Maybe tall, I would say. Maybe yeah. Uh, anyway, in the end, uh, just like Terry, uh, Mo and John crawl out of Terry's coffin. Yeah. And they are also pumped to be alive. They are. And, and it's insanely weird that they came back to life as well. Unintended consequence, maybe, of her spell. I don't know. It didn't make it. Because you don't get their bodies at the end of the movie. You know, you get Terrence's body. You see his dead body. Yeah. You, they're, do, yeah. you do not get... John Liz gets transported Mice. back to like Earth realm or whatever, and right. Terry's dead body is there. You don't see any other bodies. Yeah, right? John Moe, not there. And all of a sudden, they're back, looking the way they looked just before. And then they they say some kind of line seeing them walk away, and they do the reverse of the line from the callback. Uh, John says, Earth. demons, man. Who needs chicks when you've got demons? Guess yeah. they enjoyed the rush of... Dying and becoming demons? I don't... I guess in a really horrific way, by the way. They, they they did not make good ends in this movie. So it's like... So that's why I was confused. I was like, 
did they, for some odd reason, like the rush and they want more? They're making some weird, sick joke? Or is it the demons are back in human form? I feel like we've thought about it this more than the original writer and director. Yeah. I really feel like that must have been like a people thought it, screen tested it, thought it was a bummer. We're bringing guys back for reshoot just to do this scene. And that's it. Feels like it, but uh, I was getting into this later. The the studio that originally released the first movie and and it, and uh, produced this one uh, ran out of money, mm-hmm. and they had to uh, have somebody else end up releasing it a couple years later. Which is why it was filmed and ready uh, by 1990. Didn't get released till 1992. Mm, okay. Um. So I don't think this movie ever had reshoots. <laughs> Okay. I don't think they had the money for it or anything like that. Fair I enough. think this was the plan, just to copy the original movie. It just seemed like a reshoot ending. It's it, it, really it, out of place. Well, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, so what'd you give villains? Um, I gave it a one. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it a two. I didn't think there was enough here. Like it's weird. like you don't really get the demons. Uh, and when you do get the demons, they're not great. Um, I'm going to bring it down to one and a half. Yeah, like it's just... And again, you have like a one or two cool deliveries from John and Mo, and then that's about it. So I, so I was like, ugh. Yeah, all right. For just a couple of good deliveries, go to one and a half. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, action stunts. <laughs> yeah. So he has to kill a gerbil. I guess it's kind of where we start with action, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, after the ritual is completed, uh, black goo surrounds the ritual circle. Yeah. Uh, the, Terry demons, Warn- the demons there in the circle kind of going like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> Terry, well, <laughs> before minions, that, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Terry warns them not to get any of the, uh, the goo on them. But, of course, John gets some on his shoe, which he tries to kick off. And the goo ends up in uh, Gate Minion's face. Yeah. He's like, ah! And then he makes it, which he makes a noise when he gets hit in the face of the goo. John notices, like, what the hell? And he shoots it. And the minion goes flying across the room. And it is pinpoint accuracy in this little, little thing. He's dead center mass. Yeah. He gets shot. And it's, it's an impressive shot. Hmm. Feels very gremlinsy. Yeah. Uh, which they refer to it as a gremlin at times. Like, ugh. Yeah. Really, guys? Okay. <laughs> um, then the next bit uh, is the, the minion has healed and escaped his pickle jar, and he's leaving adorable footprints all over Terry's unfinished basement bedroom. Yeah, it almost starts off kind of cool, like you just because you just hear the, the glass breaking or whatever. Right. It's like, oh, okay, like, like sound-wise, it's cool. But yeah, when you see these little footprints everywhere, then it's, it gets dopey pretty quick. I, I I don't know. First of all, it was like, oh, look at the little footprint. It's adorable. Yeah, of course you did. Uh, <laughs> you must have laughed when he puts on the full hockey gear. Well, Ter- Terry is a good Canadian boy, so of course he has a hockey stick and pads ready to go for this yep. eventuality. Full geared up. And Terry legit does like a street hockey face-off moment with the, with the demon before he We're decides the fight starts. Or, yeah. Where he, like, he knocks the like the floor like three times like let's go. <laughs> 
And he slap shots the demon uh, across the room into the television. With sound effects and everything with the demon, like, making, like, oh. Like. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Then he grabs, like, a little trash can, uh, puts it over the demon, smacks the smacks trash can over and over again, yeah. get him concussed. Then grabs the demon and puts it in the birdcage, which used to be the hamster cage. But don't Is that what it was? Anymore. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because it, it, right before he grabs the hockey stick, you can see him taking the hamster stuff out of the birdcage. Oh, that's right. That's right. I do remember that. Because at um, first I thought, like, is he going to try to beat up the demon with, like, the little I thought he was going to put, hamster like, a hamster wheel hamster in the birdcage is what I thought at first. I thought I was like, oh, please tell me he's going to do all sorts of fun things for him in that birdcage. And we're going to see the little minion in the hamster wheel and such. But no, we got the bird swing, which was also good. But yeah, parts of this is obviously silly, but kind of fun. And then parts of it just like it just like it's better when they don't directly interact. The biggest issue with this movie um, is that it's taken all of the the teeth out of the original. Like yeah, the, like the minions are immediately not scary. Yeah. Like the bigger you are, the less scary this scary these minions are, and it just keeps on hammering home how, like how unscary they are for a really long time. And when they try to show their teeth again, you're just like, eh. Although to be fair, in the car sequence with John and Mo, right, which where they try to show it again, you're like, yeah. this is fun, but it's like, I, I'm not scared of this thing. It's it made me laugh when it was on a bird swing a minute ago. Yeah, it was kind of more like. Um, like because John and Mo are so dopey, like you can kind of excuse it away why they're having such a horror, like really bad, rough time trying to stop this thing. So mm. is it that scary to our character, our main characters, our heroes? Probably not because they're not as dumb and dopey as John and Mo. So it, yeah, again, kind of takes the teeth, uh, no pun intended, out of that sequence with the uh, with the car. Yeah. Uh, the next scare scene is a fairly obvious nightmare with Terry waking up with Liz flying coach right. to, I guess, Paris, which really, my dude, you couldn't even dream first class. Yeah, I guess because they were ta- just talking about it, right? Yeah. Right, no, but they were like, I had all the money in the world and he dreams coach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Terry seems to know this is a dream, too, because he immediately goes to the cockpit and he knows his dad is there. Yeah. And his dad is blitzed and crashing their plane and that's when terry wakes up to the call from liz that all the yeah. wishes have turned to shit and the dad is like embodying very much the um the game show type dude from robocop you know i'll I buy might, that for a dozen. exactly that's that's yeah, the yeah. energy his dad is it's the level with. one hinge terry's dad's become yeah, yeah. uh yeah, after so, yeah. that, I, I, after are that, we at the car thing at that point? Yeah, we're at the car scene, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe and Mo, John, Joe, John, John and Mo John trash and Terry's house and steal the minion as revenge for Terry making time with John's girl, Liz. Uh, they put the minion in a little sack, and Mo they decides try it would to be get funny. It high, right, yeah. Well, they're, they're getting high in the car, and Mo decides it would be funny if he blows some marijuana smoke into the sack with the minion. For some reason, this drives the minion insane. Yeah. It, it gives turns him into like, the Tasmanian devil, basically. Yeah. <laughs> he tears through the sack and starts, like, clawing and biting Mo. Yeah. And then the minion jumps to John and starts clawing and biting him. And it really seems to be messing John up there for a little bit. 
Yeah, they're screaming a lot. Yeah. And John loses control of the car. Mo takes the wheel from the back seat. And then John holds down the minion. And this little 12-inch minion. He starts punching it like a half a dozen times at least. Like in its face somehow is landing yeah. his fist on this little minion's face. Yeah. And then Mo makes a bizarre choice. As John has control. Mm. Yeah, punching this thing in the face. Yeah. Mo takes a fire extinguisher and just starts blowing it at John. Where did the fire extinguisher come from, Tim? I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't there a minute ago. It wasn't. I don't know why it would be in, in your by the front seat or whatever in the car, because Mo's trying to drive the car um, <laughs> after all the chaos that John got into. Yeah, all of a sudden, he's like holding it in his teeth or something. I was yeah, like, what? Like, Where the fuck is this come from? It's also happening right next to you, Mo. How are you hitting John with the fire extinguisher the whole time? It was a baffling moment. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that, but we're. I think there's some like ADR like after the fact in there where like, um, John uh, the minion was biting John like his hand that was holding it down or something like that. There's just mm. blood to believe. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. Very bizarre. It starts off being okay. Like, oh, is one of them their like throats going to be ripped out or something like that? Yeah, it's like he's going to get there. It uh, never does because the minion just isn't scary in this movie. Yeah, again, it just turns more into how dopey and fun to laugh at John and Mo are. Yeah. You stupid, dumb bullies, basically. Uh, next bit of uh, action I have is Terry and Liz uh, in the back at Glenn's house. Do you have anything before that? Um... I don't think so. Okay. I mean, just the bathroom stuff is kind of the next stuff I had. Oh, well, let me talk about that. Go on. Yeah, I mean... I didn't, I didn't even bother to write that one down. I, no, I thought there was some cool stuff with that, because you see, uh, you know, horror-wise at least, you got a little bit of body horror going on here. Yep, right? my man's so, getting pussy. Yeah, so he's like, all of a sudden he's not looking good, he's not feeling too well, so I'm immediately thinking it's because... I told you to take it easy with the Bernays sauce, man. Yeah, I thought everything was going to be turning to poop inside him or something, and that's what he was... I really was thinking that was what was going to happen. But then he starts, like, touching something in the back of his head. Clearly, they're all cut up and marked up, and you start to see the pus and stuff, and he starts to get pimply-looking and all that kind of stuff. And so all of a sudden, he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom, and he's running into the bathroom, and he's puts himself in the stall and he starts like freaking out in there and you're seeing more pus and you see him start to visually get like it really does look i think pretty decent like it's starting to look like halfway the flyish looking the yeah, way he's sure looking it. like it looks pretty i think it, i thought it looked pretty gnarly at times the way he's yeah. looking um and i think probably since they probably couldn't get it to cronenberg level you know no. uh that i thought it was good that they didn't dwell too long on exactly what he looked like so it was always kind of quick uh cuts but enough to be like all right this looks kind of gross but never dwelled on too long to kind of see the flaws so i thought that was kind of nice and um you start to see like um you know like stuff kind of like almost skin almost looking like it's coming off of him and stuff like so yeah. and like someone's coming to check on him like i thought all that was like pretty fairly good horror type stuff like, I, I actually thought that was all nice. And then eventually um, there wasn't enough of a pay through or a follow through with it because eventually he just like randomly bursts, <laughs> just 
burst like through the wall. Character. Yeah, exactly. It becomes his move because even later on in like the the steel millish whatever factory place, he's bur- You see another wall that Warehouse. he bursts through or whatever, and it's like, okay, I guess it's his thing now. Yeah, yeah, next time we I actually have. see John, he is a 10-foot minion. Yes. Except, like, black and crusty. Uh, but then, like, the next bit, I didn't even bother writing up anything in the warehouse either. I don't know if you did. Um, uh, no, because there's nothing really there. It's just Mo dies and, like, John's running around a little bit. But, yeah, that's that's all you kind of get. He, I mean, he kind of looks like the big one, uh, just not as crusty. At the end of the first movie? At the end of the first yeah. movie, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um... Anyway, when Terry and Liz uh, get back to Glenn's house to enact the spell to close the gate, uh, they spot the minion, which bites the hell out of Terry's hand. Yeah. Uh, but they are able. He and Liz, uh, Terry and Liz are able to trap the minion in the music box, and then right after that, Liz gets grabbed by something from the ceiling, presumably Minion John. Not really yeah. sure. That's what I assumed and, myself. And then Terry is pushed into the gate hole by Mo. And Terry comes uh, too because he kind of passes out. He's looking from, up from the bottom of the grave, and when he gets out of the grave, he's in boring other side phantasm desert. It really looks like the alien planet in Phantasm. A little bit. I mean, it's it's. Um, they show you a glimpse of it too in the beginning. Yeah. A little bit um, when they're doing the first spell or whatever like that. So you got some flashes of it there, and then here we are again. And that when you're in the weird kind of desert stuff it's probably the best it looks because once he starts like climbing the tower thing Which, yeah it looks rough how did he get to that tower i don't know, I don't know. he's just on the tower all of a sudden yeah but it looks rough doesn't look great yeah yeah no it it's, yeah yeah nothing, nothing else needs to be said yeah uh <laughs> like, like you said terry somehow finds himself on a tower yeah. Uh, on the other side, where minions John and Mo instruct Terry that he has been chosen to sacrifice the now bare midriff and unconscious Liz on the altar. And they were able to get uh, his purple robe from earlier somehow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So here you go again. What, uh, <laughs> uh, so Terry refuses to kill Liz, uh, even though he's transforming into a minion himself. Yeah, uh, which again, I think is some halfway decent effects like some pretty decent makeup yeah they, th- they give him some weird hands and throw a bald cap on him with some weird hair sticking out in places yeah it's Let not you know terrible he's... yeah seem worse um <laughs> and then minion john tries to force terry into killing liz like he did the hamster like grabbing his hand to go do it right it looks but... like he's about to do it until the music box falls over well no no, no. that's how it happened before that liz wakes up and tries to whack minion john oh, with yeah. the music box but she's quickly taken down with the aid of a now fully transformed Minion Terry. And I think Minion Terry, fully transformed Minion Terry, looks cool. Yeah. Uh, and as Liz is about to be sacrificed, the Minion min, min, Mini Minion, our OG Minion, yeah. uh, finally escapes the music box, which triggers the music. And my man has got a backache. Yeah, and he's like... He's literally stretching. He's like, oh... <laughs> Apparently being trapped in an enchanted music box is rough on the lower back. It's rough. I mean, he's so small, he should have tons of room in there, but whatever, right? And <laughs> yeah. it's weird, too, because he, like, he ends up pulling out some of the effects, which I'm I'm really curious about the pilot wings. But but anyway, <laughs> um, pulls out the pilot wings and all that kind of stuff, and all of a sudden he remembers his humanity and such. Like, here's the music, too, from the music yeah. box. It's like, yeah, triggering. 
And he's like, all right, um, I got to do what I got to do. And he grabs the minion. Uh, well, no, first off, he throws the dagger, the sacrificial dagger into the forehead of minion John. Yes. Which I guess kills him. I uh, guess. Because he falls down and he does not get up. Yeah, Minion and they look very mad about him. Minion Mo is yeah. distraught and runs yeah. over to Minion John's body. Yeah. Uh, then Minion Terry grabs the mini Minion, puts him into the music box, and throws him into the gate. Which is below this giant tower. Which was weird to me, because I'm like, so where does, where does that gate go to? Because I would have thought that gate just brings you back to where they were. Is it in a one-way doesn't make any sense okay i don't know yep okay just want just want to make sure okay doesn't not missing anything clearly not missing anything okay nope nope there's nothing there dumb to dumb dumb (laughs) there's nothing there yeah exactly um all of a sudden after the 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 music box go through some like weird light flashes pop out and hit john and terry and they disappear uh and mo and then all of a sudden Liz is somehow transported back to Earth, uh, where she wakes up next to the body of Terry, who's now in a blue robe? Is it a blue robe? I don't even remember. It, the, the robe I, is now I, there blue? There were some weird flashing lights that all of a sudden takes them into the gate, whatever that weirdness. Uh, but yeah, then, Terry is clearly dead and his body yeah, looks messed up. Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's very much dead. And she's and that, like sobbing, whatever, yeah. Yeah, and that is the end of the action yeah. of this movie. Which I gave a very, very generous two and a half, uh, because a lot of it made me laugh. Uh, I agree, and it's I, probably because you gave it two and a half. I gave it two and a half. It's listen, I'm we're really laughing at it, but it's so yeah. damn funny. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, <laughs> its comedic parts do work, um, and really, I I really felt like as as much as seriousness goes, the only real part that worked was was the body horror transformation scene that I I kind of dug that part, yeah. um, but but that's about it. But yeah, the the there were some at least things that like I thought was worthy of a two and a half. Yeah, nothing nothing as good as like that's in the first movie. Oh, for nothing. sure not. Uh, for sure not. Like I I even like. Um, as you, as your fair part, the dude falling and then turning into a bunch of minions. Or, yeah, I love that. Um, that eye in Stephen Dorff's hand and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great stuff. Um, it's and it's weird. That's why I'm like, I, I, it's like, I, I, it feels like both movies were influenced by different types of horror genres, almost or different mm. things. You know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah, the, the first one seemed very. I don't know, influenced by like Labyrinth and uh, Monster Squad and things of that nature. And then I feel like maybe even a little bit of Evil Dead-ish. And then I feel like this one was like Evil Dead and like The Fly and like a little, I don't know, it's like slightly different. It's hard to pinpoint exactly. More like Evil Dead 2 and The Fly. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like not as good as what Sam Raimi obviously achieved. Oh, for Uh, sure, for sure. (laughs) Without a doubt. So, so yeah, so psychic. Two and a half. We both got two and a half. Yeah, two psychic. Half, yeah. Uh, Pamela Adlon as Liz. Yeah. Hottie. I I always has, impressed. always will be, apparently. Yeah. Always been attracted. Had a thing for Pamela Adlon. I did too. I, I as well. Yeah. I it's it's so weird. 
the way she aged, but it's all right. And um, it's like, it's again, her, her voice is almost there. It's not quite, it's going to be as gravelly and all that kind of stuff, but um, still a little, she doesn't look as little in this movie. She always looks so much <laughs> little, like little compared to like her co-stars in later things, but when she's like standing next to like six foot whatever David Duchovny versus however tall this little kid is. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Different exactly, story. Exactly. Um, yeah, but she's got like, you know, she's younger. She's like 23 years old. She doesn't yeah. have like the sharp cheeks that she kind of has now. Uh, yeah. She looks kind of, not look fat, but she has those, she got the baby fat in her face. Right, I get which, what you're saying. Right. Kind of um, like how Gor- Reese Witherspoon used to be. Right. She's gorgeous. Gorgeous, yeah. Gorgeous then, gorgeous now. Yeah. Uh, I think she's about like 23 years old in, in this movie. Yeah. So like she's got almost a decade on our, our lead actor <laughs> who she has to kiss at the end of the movie, which I'm sure she did not enjoy. Yeah. Uh, it didn't look too off to be honest. Like I didn't think he, he looked insanely young. They both could pass as teenagers like yeah. he is of a teenager different, of real different life. grades um, right like there's yeah, there is absolutely. such an age gap or visual like appearance gap looking at uh, underclassmen to upperclassmen so to in me in the I, 80s they look like they could have gone to the same school in a movie yeah i i i, I kind of saw it that was definitely the 90s, not, not like my problem educational wise with this movie i did oh, have an issue though at one oh, point you want to talk about the detention what was up with that this kid spaces out for like a like a minute or whatever and that she comes to from spacing out and immediately gets sent to detention and this is an honor roll kid who's never done anything wrong apparently because the detention person's like we never seen you before kind of deal we don't get honor roll students in here Yeah. yeah and like he got sent to detention for spacing out in class like this is a horrible teacher. Like, what kind of militant jerk is this? They, they have tougher teachers in Canada, Tim. Ah, oh, that is a BS, man. That, yep. That's the kind of teacher that's, like, sending, you know, writing, like, detention slips for people who don't have a pencil in class. Like, uh, you need to get a grip and get sent for some teaching lessons yourself. Like, anyway, that was my soapbox. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, Pamela Adlon plays Liz. Uh, Has a fascination with demonology. Yeah, she's into it. Uh, Seems to already know some stuff herself. Yeah, she reunites with Liz in detention after the ritual. Yeah. And she's really excited to see him again. Changes her seat and sneaks over to talk to him. Uh, Wants to discuss more demonology. And you find out her, her wish was true of love. She wants to meet her true love. Right. So, which is it's really weird because she's very non-committal about things. She gives John a lot of cold shoulder going forward. Uh, straight up ignores him at one point, even though he didn't really do anything immediately to get ignored when she's like walking down the street or whatever, right? And then like she she's like, "You do mean John, right?" And he's like, "Yeah," but like. She's she's never one way or the other through a lot of the movie. And then later, like, oh, he's just a friend. Like, whatever. It's like, 
Man. Yeah, don't don't worry, John. You know, he's just a friend. Terry's just a friend. It's only you, baby. Yeah, and she's very like, like I'm not gonna date that. You know, like she doesn't actually say like I'm not gonna date that geek, but he kind of gives off that energy in her response, which would have been fair, right? But it's just like it's weird because it's so, um, I, don't, I guess, non-committal, right? It's just kind of all over the place a little bit. Yeah, because she's making out with Terry at the end of the movie. Like, yeah, what? yeah. All right. Sure. Uh, apparently, uh, she. She's very. She's able to connect with Terry, um, not just with demonology, but having parents in the hospital. Apparently, her dad uh, died slowly of cancer over yeah. a six month period in the hospital, and encourages Terry to hold his hand. It'll it'll help. It makes it easier. It was a weird scene. Yeah, I don't know who was more awkward with it, but there was something off with that scene. It just felt weird. It's just. I don't think it's just a well written scene. Yeah, I guess uh, that's what it. I wanted him to snap. Like, I'm not. I don't want to touch his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite bit for her uh, is Liz and Terry entering Glenn's old house and uh, at the end of the movie and then Terry knocks over a bunch of wood while doing it and Liz like deadpans staring at the camera like so much for sneaking in oh yeah <laughs> but yeah. the way she delivers it is like, like anybody else would have blew you know the lines of whatever nothing it's yeah like, haha whatever she does it in a way it's like genuinely funny she knows how to deliver sarcasm really well and yeah and always has in her and <laughs> everything i've ever seen her in so that was like the most like of her i knew right there in that moment like yeah 100 <laughs> that's my girl <laughs> yeah yeah uh and after liz's return to earth we cut to her and terry's dad at terry's funeral and they've uh, they're appar- become fast friends. They are apparently on hugging terms. Right. <laughs> Within that week or whatever, they have bonded. <laughs> uh, but as we mentioned, Liz has cast a spell that brings Terry back and everyone else that died in the movie. They all take turns popping out of Terry's coffin. Yeah. Again, impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. Uh, we've already discussed Liz and other stuff in other sections. Yeah, so it's kind of hard Anything not else to, to mention for her. Liz? But um, she's... I gave her also a two and a half. Uh, she adds to the movie uh, and is helpful. Yeah, and she also leads to some issues too. She definitely promotes a lot of it too at the same time. Right, right. But then yeah. also is weirdly talking him out of it at other points. So again, a very non-committal. <laughs> it goes both ways where she's promoting it and saying yeah. no. Um, so that does get annoying, but obviously is capable to... I don't know. I had a weird. I wish there was more moments like the sarcastic moment of sneaking in part. I I've actually definitely yeah. gone for more Pamela Adlon in this movie. I actually only went two. Like I didn't. Okay. I didn't think there was enough for a whole half a point there. But. Hmm. All right. I think I went in all eight and a half was my final score. I gave it a nine. I'm okay with bringing it down to eight and a half though. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like I. Uh, listen, it's, yeah, it's not awful. No, um, but and I have watched The Gate multiple times. I will never watch The Gate two again. Right, uh, just because it's it's just fine. Yeah, There's nothing I want to revisit. I think in all, it's probably a it's better movie than Pet Cemetery two. Like there's. There's more things throughout, but at the same time, there's nothing in The Gate 2 that's as good as Clancy Brown's performance in no, Cemetery 2. definitely not. So it's kind of like this weird thing. Like, it's like, 
just need to watch Pet Cemetery 2 for Clancy Brown, and that's it. And like, the gate's got some fun things throughout. I'm sure neither of these movies are going to go end very high, but I th- I thought yeah, with eight and a half, it would put it over Pet Cemetery 2. Yeah. Okay. If that seems fair to you. Fine with me. Oh, by the way, it's not just The Gate 2. It's The Gate 2 Trespassers. The Trespassers, which is a weird-ass name. doesn't make any sense. Nope. Because they don't really trespass. They get invited into the other side. Unless they're calling the demons the trespassers, but they also got invited. Yeah, I get it. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. Oh, oh, yeah. And at the end of the movie, there's an uh, MCU-style post-credits scene. Oh, yeah, because I missed this. That's right. Uh, the hamster pops out of Terry's coffin too. Ha! <laughs> so every, everybody lives. Everybody comes back. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. I yeah, I missed that. I missed that. I I after after the you know the who needs uh who needs chicks? We got demons line. I was yeah. like the credits came. I was like, all right, yep, I'm done. Um, <laughs> did not think to stay around for that. How long do you have to stick around for that? I fast forwarded because I knew something was popping up. Oh, you already like read up on it? Yeah, I happened to look, uh, check something on Wikipedia. I was looking for facts or whatever that was okay. available on Wikipedia, and I saw the plot, and I was like, at the end, it's like, oh, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> what now? What is this? <laughs> but yeah, there's the hamster. Um, I also, I forgot to mention this. Uh, I guess they're trying to pad out the runtime with some of the most dull opening credits I've seen in a movie in some time. Just like a black background with purple text. And I'm like, that's that's it? Yeah. And yeah, it lasts forever. Bad. Like, damn. <laughs> it does. It does kind of go on for a little bit. Uh, so this had a budget of $6.5 million, which is a little over $14 million today. Okay. Stop motion creatures and little people in suits cost money, Tim. I'd imagine, uh, yeah. This had a worldwide gross of two point zero three point two million. A little under four and a half million today. It opened at number fifteen at the US box office in its opening weekend. Alright, I was expecting lower to be honest. <laughs> uh yeah. The uh Number one at the movie theaters that weekend was Wayne's World in its third week of release. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. The Much other the, the other big opening movie of that week was uh, Chevy Chase's Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Hey, that's a weird classic of ours. It is. <laughs> you and I are defenders of this movie. Uh, I have not seen this since I was a kid, so I have no idea if there's anything yeah, it's behind call. that. It, yeah. It's, we might have just liked Chevy Chase and not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, good call. So that's all I have for gate two. Yeah, man, that that's it. That's all I got. All um, right. It was definitely an interesting movie, um, and not quite what I was expecting. <laughs> mm. Mm. Very different. Yeah. So next week. Yeah. What's your pick? Well, I had something all picked out, but uh, the streaming services dropped it. Oh no! Uh, so I'm gonna delay it, and hopefully it'll come back uh, next month. Uh, so we are going to watch a movie that I have been dying to watch for years, and it kind of freaked, the trailers kind of freaked me out as a kid, so I never got around to watching it until now. Doctor Giggles. Doctor Giggles. <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to pull that one out. Woo! There it is, Doctor Giggles. And it's weird because I have definitely seen that poster before. 
but I don't know if I've ever noticed lots the titles with lots the of comic books. That maybe that's where it is, but I guess I never noticed or picked up on the title of the movie with the poster because the poster looks creepy if I remember correctly. Um, I I remember yeah. like a, a drill that he's like taken to somebody's face or something like that. Like ah, the trailer. Uh, but yeah, excited to watch. That should be interesting, I guess, right? I don't know. Cool. And then that's on, what is that on? Is that on Tubi? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Or Freebie, whichever one you want. <laughs> oh, it's on both kind of deal? Yeah. Okay. I think it's Tubi, but yeah. I think it's both. All, All right. right, buddy. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Yep. That is it for us. Please show your support for the podcast by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or wherever you happen to listen to the show. Also, sharing is caring. Be sure to follow us on social media to get the latest show updates. You can contact us by emailing at filmbrochamp or find us by searching for the hashtag filmbrochamp. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Film Bro Championship Podcast. Peace out, everyone. Hot Nacho Cheese Mother of Christ! <laughs> <laughs>